to Z of Movies. My name's Colin. I'm the C. Joining me is Zijan the Z. Happy Happy Bank Holiday, Zijan. Happy Bank Holiday Monday. Yeah, as um, we record. Um, yeah, it's it's been a lovely weekend. Friend of the show, David Park Fowler, has been down here with his family. He's been on the show before. Yeah, he's been he? on the show before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so I, I'm exhausted. <laughs> Absolutely exhausted. So it's going to be a. Uh, does this mean you give me the win then by default for the quiz we've got, we got a quiz later on the films of Tom Hooper maybe maybe ZGen will claw one back for the year maybe I'll fall asleep <laughs> with me through the podcast um, <laughs> we're talking Free Guy the Ryan Reynolds smash hit film um, which I don't know was it a smash hit? don't know it kind of was I think I, I, I think it's doing pretty well excellent we're also talking about Rain Man and much much more much and more. we start as we always do in with some news I've got I've got loads of news but uh, me too for it. I mean the biggest news well, piece of news for us at least was the, the release of a Spider-Man No Way Home trailer it was that came uh, last Monday on August 23rd which is my parents uh, wedding anniversary oh really uh, congratulations yeah, we usually don't talk, talk about trailers, but the reason why it's part of the news is that it's really broken an Avengers Endgame record. Yeah. Uh, this trailer has been viewed a whopping 355.5 million wow. times in just 24 hours. I'm not too sure why they put they had to put the 0.5 in there. Just, 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 just <laughs> now, I've got two questions for you, Susan. Go on. Uh, first question is, uh, how many times have you watched it? <laughs> okay. Uh, at least five times. Yeah, me, me too. Me too. I'd say yeah. probably yeah, five or six. Um, my other question, Zijan, is: Did you watch the leaked version, or did you wait for the uh, real one? Huh. Was okay. I've, I've I definitely read about the leaked version, but I'm pretty sure I've only watched the real one. Yeah. So, so I didn't. I think I saw a shot of the leaked one after after the real one, but it was basically someone taking a a, a video of someone else's phone and re- really poor quality. Uh, so, why so why would you want to watch that? Yeah, so, exactly. So they got leaked maybe less than less than twenty four hours, I think, before the um, it really came out. And I was like, I'm not going to watch a leak one. That's just going to be rubbish. But um, I, I do think sometimes it forces their hand. I don't know if they were planning to leak uh, to re- release it or whether they got their hand uh, forced. Mm. But it looks very exciting. We um, as you say, we don't normally talk trailers, but this is a this is the most popular trailer of all time, I guess. It feels like it, yeah. It, I mean, it beats Avengers Endgame, and Avengers Endgame was a combination of how many films, yes. like twenty odd uh, Avengers least, films. Yeah. This, this, this Spider-Man film. Like for those who don't know, we've been talking about this for ages, and this, well, everyone knows that this is going to be a multiverse kind of thing with all the previous incarnations of the Spider-Man villains, as far as we know, will appear, and yeah. there's speculation and. Yeah, that the previous Spider-Mans will make their appearance as well. So there's a lot of hype behind this, and hence why it's been watched so many times. And I thought it was, it was a good trailer. It had a, a, quite a lot of Doctor Strange in it. We got to see Alfred Molina playing Doc Octopus, uh, who's been de-aged. And his face looks a lot rounder. Maybe that was just the angle. I don't know. You did. Uh, I did quite like uh, the fact they chose the uh, the story in the Spider-Man comics. Um one day more, I believe, that was panned by the critics because mm. they hated it, where uh, Spider-Man made a deal with the demon Mephisto to turn back time uh, to protect his identity in the comic books. So they took a leaf out of that book. Um, with In the trailers, you see Doctor Strange doing the same thing, uh, wanting to turn back time to protect his identity. But this storyline was uh, much hated. People hate it, don't they? Yeah. I, I don't, yeah, there's no way we're getting Mephisto in this, I don't think. But... Uh... There were speculations, though. It's, it's also, I guess, a classic Into the Spider-Verse 
so they're probably crossing over a few things. But, uh, but yes, my, my, I have a theory. Do you have a theory? That I, I've not heard anywhere <laughs> I, I else. I thought you have many theories. I have so many theories. Um, I think they're bringing through the multiverse everyone who knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. That's my theory. Huh. So he's doing this thing. To, he's asked Doctor Strange to cast this thing so that no one knows and it goes wrong. So I reckon... So all the villains know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, don't they? Because they, in all the Raimi films, and stuff, they, they find out and they immediately die. Okay, yep, that's true. So uh, I reckon that's what's going on here. So which means um, we'd get an, M- an MJ, we'd get a, a Gwen Stacy, maybe. The Electro, no. Did, oh, that's a good question. I think he did by the end. So maybe not getting all of them. Because I don't think we're going to get Dane DeHaan's Green Goblin, for example. But mm. uh, I think Electro might have known by the end. I can't remember now. Anyway, so yes, it looks like we've got Electro, we've got Green Goblin, definitely. We've definitely got Doc Ock. We maybe have Sandman. Yeah. There's like a shot on the trailer that looks a bit like that. And some people think they've seen the lizard as well uh, in the back of one shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's tenuous at best. I mean, yeah. I, I think it would be very silly for Disney to stream this, put this on streaming, I would say. I mean, Oh, not a chance. I mean, they won't, it, I think with the Sony deal, they won't be allowed to anyway. So. No, if, if they put this on the cinemas, I mean, people will flock back to the cinema. I think this would, this would be the film to turn back the, the, the hopes of this, this cinemas. Is like, this is, this, yeah, this is topping a billion, surely. It would be, Surely, yeah. Maybe one and a half, I don't know. Uh, it's coming out this Christmas. Uh, we'll no doubt keep talking about it. But I, the other question I have for you, Zijan, is are you going to be watching any more trailers? Ah, uh, no, I can't. Uh, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I can't. There, there has, uh, Marvel seems to be reasonably decent when it comes to trailers, but they have been spoiling a lot uh, recently as well. I know that's like Ant-Man and the Wasp, for example, mm. when we were discussing it, uh, pretty much the whole movie was can be found, the best parts of the movie can be found yeah. in the trailers. So, nah, I probably don't, but it'll be very hard-pressed to avoid the it's news. It's going to be difficult to avoid, isn't it? It's going to be all of, um, I also think Sony have got a, a really bad track record of r- just ruining masses of stuff in their trailers. Yep. So uh, the last couple of Sp- the Amazing Spider-Man films, they basically put half the film in it i think there's i think before amazing spider-man 2 there was 45 minutes of footage available in various trailers and sneak peeks and stuff mm. it's, just, it's just insane that's, that's crazy. Uh, so yeah we're going to try and avoid them it's a pact Stephen. it's a pact um what else have i got here speaking of emma stone um who played gwen stacy in amazing spider-man 1 and 2 uh she has signed on for the cruella sequel which isn't that 101 dalmatians <laughs> Yep, for for most people, but I mean, we've completely agreed that Cruella was not a prequel to 101 Dalmatians at any point, right? <laughs> no, it looks like we're going into a multiverse for Cruella. <laughs> kind, of, kind of situation, so, I mean, yeah. You think Cruella 4 is going to be like teaming up with Glenn Close? <laughs> I mean, Cruella, we reviewed it and we both found it uh, surprisingly, you know, pleasant. Yeah, enjoyable. Time with it. Yeah. yeah. And it's exactly. now available on Disney Plus at no additional cost uh, for those people who have Disney Plus. Mm. That's good fun. And both the directors and the writers are re- returning as well. Okay. So, yeah, it sets up for a good film. But it's, it's weird because I say the, at the end of the first one, they had these kind of, they, they gave them the, the, the Dalmatians to the, whatever the characters are called, the main characters from the from 101 Dalmatians. Mm. So uh, maybe they are going off into a different universe. All very strange. <laughs> That's what I like Disney likes to do. Yeah. Yeah. create our own cinematic universes here and there um, more Marvel news uh, Anthony Mackie uh, is officially uh, confirmed to be on board in the next Captain America film uh, to the surprise of no one I was going to say this is a, yeah it would be a huge news story if he wasn't <laughs> be like, yeah. Yeah, the guy that we've 
You know, you remember in Endgame we said he was Captain America and then we did this whole mini-series where he became Captain America? He's gone now, he's out. We're replacing him. He's completely disappeared from the whole MCU. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, for those who have not watched the TV series or not know about it, because uh, we hardly talk about the TV series, anyway, Disney Plus uh, makes uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and... Well, Colin spoiled it already by, by the end of it. Uh, <laughs> uh, Anthony Mackie uh, took up the helm of Captain America uh, from Steve Rogers. Um, and the head writer of Falcon and the Winter Soldier will be penning the script for the new film as well. So there you go, there's some tie in there. So it is interesting that they are still calling it Captain America for the... Well, I shouldn't have a subtitle because they have for the other Captain Americans, but they, they, they're, they're not calling him... and They're not calling him... I don't know. What's his name? Sam something or other. Um... What is his name? Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson. Um, yeah, they're going for because this is this is the first Marvel character or the, f- the first Marvel moniker to to be handed to someone else. Yep. Uh, unless Black Panther beats, I suppose, if they decide to do that. But I don't think mm. they will. Cool. Um, Free Guy, which we're talking about today. Uh, we've already got, Disney wants to do a sequel. It's gone. It's gone down well. We're going to get another one, uh, which is cool. I'll watch it. Mm. I think there's lots of uh, places they can go with it. Yep. Yeah. Again, not surprising. No, no. I think as soon as, soon as it started doing well, I mean, because this is one of these ones that have been delayed for over a year, wasn't it? So. Um, yep. Uh, exactly. Yep. Uh, now we're talking Disney news. The Lion King sequel uh, that has been planned, the live action Lion King sequel that uh, no one wanted, yep. uh, but it's coming out anyway. Uh, it's now a prequel mm-hmm. uh, with Moonlight's Barry Jenkins in the directing chair. Um, and it's a weird, weird choice, isn't it? I mean, for for him, because he's a he's a very acclaimed director. I know this made a lot of money, but I don't see him as a huge CGI budget kind of guy. Nope, me neither. So it's going to be interesting to see where he goes with this. Uh, so it's a prequel. So they'll talk about the story of Mufasa and Scar, right? Uh, which led to Mufasa's death. Uh, to Scar, for those who do not know. Uh, this is based on Hamlet. Based on Hamlet, yep, yep. yep. When are we going to get a Hamlet prequel? Uh, it'll happen. <laughs> I'm sure Disney can make anything happen. There probably is a Hamlet prequel. Yeah. Um, fine, um, I don't want to watch this, season. Yeah, me neither. Like, yeah, me neither. I, I'm a big fan of Disney, as you all know, uh, especially the animated ones, but the live-action films have been subpar to best. Yeah. Cruella is probably one of the it's not better action. ones. It's just yeah. a different kind of animation. Yeah, exactly. I will go to my grave protesting this. Oh, I agree. And uh, the, the whole point that I hated about the live-action Lion King as well is that you just cannot make realistic animals emote. It's uh, true. And there was a problem with that. Just bland faces. Just, yeah, blind faces the whole time. Because Andy Serkis's Jungle Book, or it ended up being called Mowgli, went the other way where they tried to make them emote more and give them slightly more human-y type faces and that just looked mm. weird as well so you can't win really just just stop doing this <laughs> stop it just, just stop it Disney you may have made a billion dollars with that film but yeah stop but it. stop it um, CJ have you missed seeing Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans team up in films like Endgame and The Nanny Diaries nope no nope, fine <laughs> okay but have you missed them teaming up in films like uh, The Perfect Score or all the other Marvel films. Well, you're in luck. Although apparently you hadn't missed it. Anyway, they're going to be in a film called Ghosted, mm. um, directed by Dexter Fletcher, which is going to be a kind of a romantic adventure film. Apparently, in the uh, the 
vein of things like Romancing the Stone, which I have not seen but has been on my watch list for about two years. Okay. Um, so it feels a bit like... I think Jungle Cruise was probably in, influenced by Romancing the Stone as well. But So maybe Jungle Romances, Romance Adventures is the new... Uh, it's a new big thing. thing. Yep. Um, but they, they, they have made loads of films together. I think they came up around the same time. Even pre-Disney they made a... Well, Pre-Marvel rather, they made a few together. So it's, uh, Yeah, I, I didn't realise that. Yeah, yeah, good to see them teaming up again. I, was, I don't think that's a Disney film. They have film. good chemistry. I think Scott Jensen's going to make another Disney film for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is very true. Uh, speaking about Scarlett Johansson, she and a bunch of other actors have been added to a new Wes Anderson film, who seems to have basically all of Hollywood in it. It does. So, <laughs> Scarlett Johansson, Brian Cranston, Jeffrey Wright, Hope Davis, Leif Schreiber, Jason Schwartzman, Rupert Friend have all been added to a new Wes Anderson film. Good work, Wes. Um... Yes, I've lost track now of the number of people in this film, but uh, it seems like it a, just keeps a, a growing and growing. It's basically like a new light knives out. I don't think Scott Johnson. Oh, she did. A, she voiced a dog in Isle of Dogs, didn't she? Yeah. So she's I worked with Wes so. Anderson before. But. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Black Canary is getting a film. Uh, Misha oh. Green is going to write it. It's not confirmed yet, right? I think it's just it could be a film or a TV series. Um, I've written this happening on my Word document. <laughs> this is a C to Z exclusive again, Zijan. It's like classic. Uh, either I've got it wrong or it's an exclusive. Um, it's one of those. Um, Spin off from Birds of Prey movie, which it was awful, although I see it actually got relatively good reviews, which surprised me because it was terrible. I mean, they changed the name of the film halfway as well. They changed the name of the film halfway. Maybe they'll do that again. Uh, I don't think. I don't remember Black Canary being bad in it, but I don't. Who's um, Jussie Smollett, was it? I think she was underused in the film. Yeah, but I, no one's crying out for anything. Well, I mean, if you want to see another version of Black Canary, you can just watch the Arrow series as well. That's true. There are a few Black Canaries in it. And a White Canary. And a White Canary. There yeah. You go. If, if you like Canaries. <laughs> yeah, who wouldn't? Aren't Canaries just yellow? What's all this Black Canary, White Canary nonsense? Well, uh, she tends to have blonde hair, right? Ah, uh, okay. That's where it comes from. Do you know uh, what? Do you know what animal the Canary Islands are named after? These <laughs> no, go on. It's a dog because it comes, ah. from, comes from canine. You know, same uh-huh. root. Interesting. Classic uh, quiz question there. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know it's not a canary as well because yeah. uh, um, I've, I've seen this question out somewhere before. Okay. But I can't remember what it was based on. I wonder, if this, I wonder if this will make the edit. <laughs> this uh, exciting fact. Yeah. Thanks for informing <laughs> me. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, something that is definitely a TV series uh, and not a, a film. Okay. So there's going to be a TV series on Disney Plus about the new character Riri Williams or Iron Heart, who is basically taking up the Iron Man mantle. Okay. Um, she Man- will make her- the Iron Mantle. Yeah. Yeah, the Iron Mantle. Yep, that's right. <laughs> she will first make her appearance in the Black Panther film. Ah, uh, Wakanda forever. Okay. Mm. There's all sorts because of- didn't they say that um, uh, Neymar, Neymar. Neymar, yeah. It's going to be uh, in the appearing that, yeah. in Wakanda forever as well. Hmm. I'll be interested to see where they go with that. Yeah. Especially uh, after the demise of uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Uh, Over a year ago now. Yeah. Sad. Um, the Color Purple movie, uh, which is coming, uh, it's going to be a musical, uh, has cast Corey Hawkins, uh, who we'll know from uh, in, in, the the, in the Heights. He um, was very good in that film. That uh, was a lot of fun. And yeah, I. I I saw Color Purple uh, earlier this year, but I can't think who he'll be playing in it. Um, uh, I'm not sure. 
so Steven Spielberg, who directed the original film, is one of the producers as well. Okay. Um, who's been yeah, Steven Spielberg has been doing so many musicals recently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love musicals. You say so uh, many? Is it two? Yes, two. Okay, <laughs> and, cool. and the first film was uh, done. Oh, oh, had good accolades as well, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it won an Oscar for Big um, Goldberg, didn't it? Did yes, it? for Big Goldberg. Uh, I would be surprised if they don't cast Cynthia Erivo as the mm, main character, given that she reprised yeah. her role, uh, the role the color pearl in the musical. Oh, she's been doing it on stage, has she? Yeah, right, on Broadway, right. and she won the Tony, Grammy, and Emmy for the same role. Ooh, ooh. Uh, she's going for an EGOT, is she? For the same role, yeah. She'll be oh. the first person who gets an EGOT for the same role Could if she does that. Could be. Yeah. Anyway, Corey Hawkins played Benny in in Heights and was very fun in that. So, um, looking forward to seeing him in, uh, in color purple. Mm-hmm. Uh. There will be a biopic of uh, Gene Roddenberry. Oh, yeah. The creator of Star Trek, for those who do not know. I did not know. I mean, I knew yep. he was the creator of Star Trek. I didn't know they were making a uh, biopic. Uh, he has a quite an interesting history. Uh, I was just reading up about it. Uh, um, yeah, he was a bomber pilot uh, in a B-17. He survived not only a plane crash from a mechanical failure, um, but, you know, post-war, there was a commercial flight going down the Syrian desert, and he rescued the Maharani Oh. Fountain from the wreck. So he's got quite an eventful life for someone who's more yeah. most well known from creating Star Trek. So um, now maybe I'll save this. I should save this for our predictions episode. Um, yeah. Have they given it a title yet? Nope. It's going to be called "To Boldly Go." That's my prediction. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, it has to be that thing. right. What, what what else could it be? That's it. That's it. There's no other choice. Uh, speaking of titles, um, the fourth Matrix film is going to be called Matrix Resurrections. Uh, I probably will not watch it. I'll watch it. Yeah. I mean, I've not I'll watched watch the second it. or third one, so uh, no, I I finished uh, all three of the films, so I will definitely watch it. Um, Keanu Reeves' character. Um, so some a brief synopsis of the film for those who are interested in watching it. Uh, Keanu Reeves' character. Uh, well, when I say character because um, he apparently remembers nothing of his previous life. Right. Uh, and visits his therapist, played by Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> this seems like a spoof. <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> uh, but not, it's not long before he's drawn back in the world. Crazy action. Um, it's coming out in December, which was earlier than I expected, because for some reason in my mind, in the back of my mind, I thought that this was going to be a long time away. Yeah, I but thought, it's I, December. That's a surprise. Yeah. It's like, cause it's, there's no, no trailer buzz or anything, is there? No, and it's pretty much September already. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, by by the time you listen to this, yeah, September. Well, okay, and they've only just got the title sorted. Mm. Mm, I reckon that's going to be pushed back. Um, uh, that's it for me, really. Um, okay. I know that's your last bit. I've got a few yeah, more. Got nothing else. Um, yep. So we're going to get a uh, what are we going to uh, a Netflix film called Me Time, starring Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg. I don't think I've worked together before, but um, it's part of uh, ongoing. Netflix deal and uh, it's about someone taking or well, the two people taking part in a wild weekend so uh, you can probably predict everything that's going to happen in that um, apparently we're getting a film called Rosalind um, which is a retelling of Romeo and Juliet but from the point of view of Rosalind who is Juliet's uh, cousin was she is she not is she not maybe I think she was Romeo's uh, uh, love interest before Juliet turned up Ooh. But, but maybe a cousin you know stuff happened <laughs> I mean, it shakes me after all. Yeah, um, Caitlin Dever is starring in it. Um, he was a very good uh, young actress. 
who is probably best known for Booksmart, I guess, these days. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, uh, and Minnie Driver has just been cast to play the nurse in that. Uh, Samantha Morton has joined the film She Said, which we talked about before. It's the Harvey Weinstein kind of revelations movie. So you can see her. Uh, and uh, hot off the presses, uh, Marvel are casting around for a Halloween special that's going to come out next year on Disney+. Plus. Um, and that Nazija, and you've attempted previously to to take a role in a in a uh, Star Wars film. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, now they're looking for this film. They're looking for a male in their thirties. Now they have to be Latino, um, oh. so you might struggle to get through the uh, audition process. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get past like the first stage. <laughs> yeah, I mean it can't be worse than the first the previous time. Right? <laughs> you didn't even get in the building, so maybe maybe you can sneak in, or maybe you'll you'll be so good. They'd be like, we were going to go Latino, but. We're going to change everything. We're going to switch it up all together, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I think it might be based on um, some werewolf comic that I can't remember the title of. Uh, possibly. But that's what we're getting on Disney Plus next year. That's all the news I have as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we move on to our next segment to see our Not to Zed, where we talk about films that we've recently seen and tell you, the listener, whether you should see them or not Zed them. Zijan, <laughs> what have you been up to? Uh, so, uh, lots of Netflix films uh, that I've been watching. Um, so, I'm just going to talk about one of them. I'm talking about Vivo. Oh, uh, I've not got around to that yet. Yep. So, Vivo is this animated uh, film by Sony. Uh, it stars a King Kiju. Uh, first time I heard of this, it's, it's basically a monkey. Okay. But he's a King Kiju, uh, whose name is Vivo, who leaves Cuba for Miami to reconnect his owner with his former lover. Um but his uh, owner passed away, so uh, he basically tries to give his final love song to his former lover and travels ah. all the way. Um, so it's a Vivo is voiced by Lin Manuel Miranda, so all the songs in it are written by Lin Manuel Miranda. Okay. <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, you know, if you if you know his music, you know they all have his darlings in them. Uh, he also has the voices of Zoe Saldana, Michael Rooker, Nicole Bayer, and Gloria Estefan. Um, Gloria Estefan, wow. I know, right? Um, it's okay. It's not a very memorable film, I would say. Like, the, like the, even the songs, like, I'm a big Lin Manuel Miranda fan, mm. um, but these songs are definitely pale in comparison to the ones he has written before, like In the Heights, Hamilton, Moana, uh, or even Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, like, yeah, yeah I, I think these are probably one of the weakest of all the songs he's written. And I think. Uh, what this film didn't do very well either was that it didn't blend the music with the story very well together. Like, I know, I do understand that in musicals, you find it very surprising that people burst out into music mm. and then start dancing. But in this film, it's even more jarring than usual. Uh, there, there's no, like, uh, you know, there's no proper, no there's up. no smooth transition. Yeah, there's no build-up. Yeah, so you just suddenly go into a music um, number without that and it just feels much worse so I, I didn't like that part of it um, is, and it, yeah, is it um, quite a kids film was it or is it it is quite a kids film I, I don't think there are any bits Bishop Pot. well maybe if you don't like snakes then okay <laughs> it, it's yeah then maybe not but yeah and it was it started off well and then it just became very generic towards the end so nah uh, yeah not, not, not his best work I would say fair, fair enough um, I've watched some Netflix films. Uh, I watched a film called The Call, um, which is uh, it's probably it's a good few years old now, I think. But it's um, uh, Abigail Breslin and Halle Berry. Uh, Halle Berry plays a nine one one call operator, 
uh, and Abigail Breslin is a girl who gets kidnapped and basically she's she's kidnapped and she's in the boot of a guy's car uh, and she's managed to get on the phone to the 911 operator so it's um it reminded me of speed i guess a little bit but it's it's quite it's, i think it's a really really tight clever concept of yeah what what should you what how can you get out of this situation so she's trying various things to to attract attention or to uh, make sure she doesn't get caught by this guy or he doesn't notice he's on she's on the phone blah 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 um, and yeah really tense really well done uh a lot um scarier i think than i was anticipating there's some pretty dark stuff in it uh lets itself a bit down in the third act i think kind of the, the whole point of this setup is to is to keep these restrictions in place and then you it all changes around a bit where um Halle Berry decides that she's no longer going to be a 911 operator she's kind of rush out into outside world and try and deal with things herself blah, blah, blah. so um i think it's a good tight thriller but um yeah not not perfect uh and i also watched he's all that does he Jen? i've seen that yeah i saw that as well written um, by the same guy who wrote she's all that he was not had a very um uh a very successful career as a writer it doesn't see I, I was looking at his imdb yeah i i knew you were going to talk about this so i didn't uh yeah uh, to mention it um <laughs> Uh, he wrote. Uh, she's on that. He wrote uh, "Get Over It" with a Kirsten Dunst, Ben Foster uh, film, and then he like he wrote maybe two episodes of Friends, and then didn't do anything else for a long time. Uh, but he's back. He's probably fifty, and he's writing about TikTok like he understands it. Um, <laughs> now I, I I don't understand. I don't TikTok. understand TikTok. But apparently, the lead actress of the film, Addison Rae, is a TikTok star. Ah, she. I thought she acted pretty well for considering that she's a TikTok star. Um, it did mean the message of the movie, which I think at one point was supposed to be. Uh, for, for, for those who don't know, she's all that. It's the, it's um, the popular girl, in this case, um, finds an unpopular guy and makes a bet that that she can make him over to be cool, mm-hmm. and they can become prom king and prom queen, which I guess is still a thing. Um, but in this case, she's on TikTok, and the message was kind of. Got, it felt like the message was going to be get off TikTok and live your lives in the real world, but then they realised that the star was a TikTok. Icon. So they can't really do that. So they changed the message to TikTok slightly differently to the way you were previously TikToking. Is TikTok a verb? It will be soon. If it hasn't already. Uh I it was exactly what I thought it was gonna be. It was an enjoyable enough way to spend an hour and a half, but it yeah. What do you think? Yeah, it, uh, I, I like, you know, that Rachel Lee Cook is back. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen her for a long, long time. I was surprised that Freddie Prince Jr. didn't make a cameo appearance. Well, so Matthew Lillard made a made a cameo appearance. He did, and he was apparently in the original. And there's there's no way that that was that role wasn't offered to Freddie Prince Jr. first. He clearly turned mm. that down, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, that 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 makes sense. Yeah, and yeah, it was it was okay. <laughs> I, I, yeah, like um, the. It's not. It's not. Gonna, it's going to be forgotten fairly quickly. I think. Very very quickly. I mean. I did enjoy. I think I would say I enjoyed she's or that a lot more than he's or that. I was just trying to work out if I've actually seen she's or that because I was getting it mixed up with ten things I hate about you, which is a very similar premise. Um, I've definitely seen like the last ten minutes or so of she's or that, but I'm not sure I've seen the whole thing, um, including the the bit with the basketball. Uh, so there you go. Uh, I'll be honest. I, I think I think people. It, if you think you'll have a good time watching it, then you probably will. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that, that's, the, that's the best way to describe that film, Colin. That's, uh, that's why I'm going yeah. with that. Um, we move on then to our main topic of the day, which is uh, Free Guy. Sijan, tell us about Free Guy. So Free Guy, directed by Sean uh, Levy. 
So this came out two weeks ago because we are behind on this podcast again. Yeah. We won't be next week though. No, I think. we uh, will be well in uh, well, hot off the press next. Well, we'll be a week wow. late, but it's we're <laughs> <laughs> getting closer. Still late. Um, yeah. So this is uh, basically the Truman Show. I would say, yep, but yep. in a set in a video game instead of like a fake uh, reality TV show. So in uh, Free Guy, a non-player character or an NPC in video game terms, uh, played by Ryan Reynolds. His name is Guy, obviously. Um, yep. He discovers that he is a video game character and he strives to become the hero of the story. Um, it also stars uh, Jodie Comer. Uh, people who have watched Killing Eve would who know her very well uh, Joe Keery from uh, Stranger Things fame mm-hmm. and Taika Waititi uh, I think that's the gist of the film really there's this yeah this <laughs> there's definitely a Truman Show kind of thing it also reminds me a bit of the Lego movie uh, in some ways where the main character is this really optimistic happy guy who just thinks the world is perfect but doesn't ah, yeah, that's true. what's that's going true. on uh, yes it's uh, I've just I've just realised it probably should be pronounced Free Guy we should, be, we should be putting the emphasis on Guy, shouldn't we? Mm. Like because free, his name is Guy. Because his name is Guy and they're trying to free him. It's like Free Willy. <laughs> but, without, but without animal cruelty. Without, yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, yes, it's, 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 a lot of, uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a heartwarming movie. I thought it was, uh, it was a very nice um, kind of... I say there are a lot of heartwarming moments. And my, the main thing I... I took away from this is i'm so used now in marvel films they'll have a kind of a, a nice tender scene and then they'll undercut it with a joke yeah and they just they they, they seem to feel that you you can't just end a scene on, on a nice moment whereas this didn't do that it was um got a nice moment we're gonna leave it as a nice moment and i appreciated oh. that that was that was good i i i don't like it as much as you did okay uh i i just I just felt very meh about this whole, okay. whole viewing experience. I don't know. I think I went into this exp- expecting a lot more. And I, I guess I kind of got it, but not what, what I wanted to see uh, exactly. So, like, I, I, I still play a lot of video games right now. Okay. Uh, I, I grew up playing a lot of video games as well. And it's possible because uh, the, the, the video games that I play are still uh, more old school than what I'm guessing you're most still of playing, these games uh, are you're playing Pong, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not at all. <laughs> We're the same age, Colin. Well, nearly. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, so I, I like that the, this film is basically ca- capturing the current status of video games perfectly, really. Um, I mean, it, it's all this Minecraft age and Fortnite. I think a lot. this game is based on a lot of... Um, Fortnite really okay. like, uh, different skins okay. etc um, and I did like that they captured it very well there's this dissonance which was quite funny of the age of the video gamers and the games that they play because you'll see like these young girls just <laughs> cause playing playing very mature um, oh yes video, video game as, characters so, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so, so that, that was quite fun and funny yeah, um, no, I, I say I'm not a gamer at all, but uh, I just recognise a couple of um, Grand Theft Auto references in there. I think there was like a, at one point a car just drove around the corner and changed colour as it was going, mm. which is a very GTA yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, but, of them, I was thinking at the time I was like complaining, why would people play a game where you know where they just destroy stuff? Where's the fun in that? And then my friend was pointing out to me that's actually a game that's like this. So right. okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I'm mistaken. Well, because there's various, um, I think it's supposed to be various missions and things. So, so, so Ryan Reynolds, I say, as you say, is an NPC, but basically becomes sentient uh, when he puts his. Uh, the 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 playing characters all wear sunglasses, and so when he puts these sunglasses on, he can see effectively a bit more like like what they can see, 
with all the uh, different come here to get five hundred dollars or save this woman from from robbers and you win something or I don't know. I don't play these games. Uh, Jody Coma is a uh, a game player, mm-hmm. uh, but also uh, a game creator alongside her her friend. I can't remember his name. I can't remember any of the characters' names in fairness, apart from Guy. Millie and Walter, Colin. Good work. Um, and they are not happy with Taika Waititi because they think he stole their ideas. Yep. That, that's pretty much it. And then they, they're going to the game to try to find the programming code. Is that right? Yeah. And this is... Uh, I always find it funny when um, there's game, things like this is where they need to kind of try and represent something in a computer game or they need to try and represent something, something in a visual, in, in a fictional uh, or a created world. And uh, yes, it's a kind of we need to find this magic island, and uh, but things like that's, that's kind of spoilers. But there's a various time where the, the game is um, is dying, it's shutting off, and I've I've played enough computer games to know that if you turn off a computer, it just turns off. It doesn't it doesn't gradually pixelate. <laughs> nearer and nearer to our hero as he's running away from it. That doesn't feel like a thing that. Can, can you imagine that happening? Really, that your screen yeah. is slowly turned to pixels from the left end to the right. Then, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mostly just play f- football games, so it'd just be a footballer running away from the pitch, like in, um, like in uh, Dark Knight Rises, the, the the pitch is slowly disintegrating as he runs away from it. Pretty good. My, my, the first comment I made on this is, I, I think I brought this up in the podcast before, and you didn't care. But um, what really annoys me in films. Uh, whenever they have computers and if a computer is running through a lot of different screens or a lot of different text it has this kind of tinkly sound effect that no one has had on a computer maybe ever but certainly not for for 30 years or something. I mean if you do have that there's something wrong with your computer yeah it just bugs me so much and they did it, they did it in this film they didn't they did oh, of course they right? how, else, how else can you represent people you know using the computer Colin in film there's no other way <laughs> yeah because no, no no cinema goers are familiar with computers <laughs> <laughs> So that was my that even though I did enjoy this film a lot, that was my main criticism. <laughs> uh, so tell tell me why you enjoyed this film, Colin. Convince be- me because it was heartwarming, uh, because because it was um, all. I think it took its scenario and ran with it well. I think things like I don't know, we talked about the call in CZ and to see or not said where you quite often have a nice premise and then it falls apart in the third act. I don't think this did this. I think it stayed uh, true to its its premise. Uh, and whilst the logic was maybe a little bit stretchy. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and that's being generous. It was still it was in good character. Um, I liked, I liked the romantic subplot, which somehow um, was also kind of the main plot. Actually, that's why I liked as well. Um, I have to say, I actually put this through, and you know, I don't really care too much about romantic subplots. Half and the time. you know, I love a romantic subplot. Yeah, so you, your voice of reasoning does not matter in this, but mine no. is. Okay, <laughs> yeah, basically, I'll take any romantic subplot. I'm not sorry. No, but yeah, exactly. But this was done really well. I have to say, this was really done really well. I actually quite enjoyed it, even though it was a little bit forced at the end. Well, let's uh, let's let's sort of say that for spoilers in case anyone doesn't work it out yeah. from the first five minutes, which, okay. they, which they probably should, but never mind. Um, although have we covered anything that's not spoilers let's talk uh, about Jodie Comer and her voice Sijan let's talk about the voice of Jodie Comer uh, because this 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 fascinates me <laughs> I think it fascinates a lot of people as well so Jodie Comer in Killing Eve is a master in accents mm. like she's extremely good in accents and for those who don't know what Killing Eve is Jodie Comer plays an assassin and to do that she needs to be able to speak in pretty much all languages under the sun 
So her Chinese is pretty bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, coming from someone who's, um, yeah, whose background is Chinese. Uh, but, you know, like for someone from for an untrained year, listening to her French, her Italian, her Spanish, her German, it sounded really good. Mm. And like she's, she's well known for coming out with very good accents. So in this film... In this film, she, she is both English um, as herself and American as her avatar. Australian as avatar, right? Australian? Fine. I thought it was American. But okay. Yeah, they, they're, they're very nice. That's, that's how great her accent is. Um, or how bad we are. Uh, but the, the 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 main thing I have, so in, in real life, she's from Liverpool and she has a quite thick uh, Liverpool accent. She does, yeah. So I've heard her in interviews. Stuff. Now, she's doing interviews for international audiences. And when she's being interviewed for American TV, she is doing an English accent. She's doing just a kind of a, a standard, I guess, non-geographical English accent. Yep. I've never come across anyone who's putting on an accent for interviews before. That's incredible. That's amazing. No? No, not, yeah, probably, yeah. Let me put it in no. Malaysian terms, Ijan. Um, I know. Let's, see, I let's know. say someone was from um, Kuala Lumpur, yeah. and they had a thick Kuala Lumpur accent. Um, but they were filming something in. Let me see if I what, know the names of any what other places of Malaysia. Do you know, of, Colin? <laughs> what, uh, is oh no, that's Indonesia. Ah, yeah. Um, I'm still waiting. Pendang is that Malaysia, or is that Indonesia? I think you're just confusing lots of things together. But <laughs> I, okay. I know what you're talking about. Let's I say someone's got a North Kuala Lumpur accent, and they want to pretend they're from South Kuala Lumpur. I don't know. Uh, I just found it great that she's doing. She's basically putting on a voice for interviews. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> the 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 little put accent is quite strong. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Like to be fair though, Colin. Like even I put on an accent while I'm talking on this podcast, so Do I can't you? really say much. Do yeah. You? Can Can you give us a, a snatch to of an, your your non accented voice? To an extent, yeah. I, I'm slowing down my talking speed. Uh. And, that's that's one of the things that I have to do when you know. Of course, um, I'm not too sure whether my Malaysianisms will catch up when I speed it up. So oh. I tend to slow it down quite a bit. Yeah, well, that's very thoughtful of you. Thank you. There you, you go. Yeah, you and Jodie Coma, the true heroes. <laughs> um, is that what? Is that all you were trying to talk about? Because I thought when you brought it up, I was saying that her accent in the the film was a little bit mixed between American and Australian. I couldn't pick it out. No, that wasn't where I was going with that. I, I, was, <laughs> I, just, I just, I'm just fascinated by her accent. In, so in I could interviews. just cut this whole thing then. I'm just so fascinated by it. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is doing his own voice. I did like the fact that Ryan Reynolds didn't go too Ryan Reynolds with this. Uh, I thought Ryan Reynolds was great in this. To be yeah. honest, uh, he carried this whole film and carried it very well. Like I was quite impressed that he can pull off this whole optimistic guy thing because he tends to come off as snarky, quite cynical and stuff. Very yeah, cynical. Yeah. yeah. He, even in his interviews, he is. He is cynical and, and snarky all the time. So this is uh, quite a fresh revelation from him. Yeah, and, and I thought we, we've seen a lot of him in adverts. We've seen him obviously. And I always feel he's playing a character. He's playing Ryan Reynolds, um, mm. playing it up for interviews. But, and it's very similar to his Deadpool persona. Yes, yeah. Uh, and I and there were a few moments like that in this, but I did like the fact that he, as I say, he, um, he didn't lean too heavily on that because I feel that quite a few Ryan Reynolds projects have kind of like it's he's going to do some funny Ryan Reynolds stuff and, uh, and this was a bit different yeah this, this, uh, I thought this was probably one of his yeah I, I like that he can show this range of character <laughs> it's been a while since yeah, I've I mean, seen Ryan Reynolds not playing like Ryan Reynolds yeah. it's not like he disappeared into a <laughs> deep method he just played yeah. a, a slightly nicer version of himself but uh, it's true 
but that was fun. Uh, and yes, Taika Waititi was was fun, didn't do too much, but uh, as yeah. this kind of megalomaniac, yeah. not you went didn't like it. No, uh, it got in, it annoyed me a lot. I okay. mean, like this this eccentric billionaire tech CEO has been done multiple times in multiple films already. Uh, yeah, and they all they all the same. He right? did it better like, than Riz Ahmed did in uh, Venom. Yeah, well, I'll give you that. That's that's true. But I mean, there, there's a line between you know being endearing, eccentric to completely annoying. I think Taika crossed it quite a few times in the uh, film. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, 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 I have found him annoying. I don't like his Korg, for example. That I find that crosses the line far too much, but I, I liked him in this. Hmm. So does this mean you won't be watching Free Guy too? Well, Taika probably won't be in it, right? I don't know. Maybe it'll be his. Uh, maybe who. Maybe it'll be his mounting his uh, vengeance or something. Yeah, well, uh, I, I may watch it. It depends. Depends. I, I I still like Ryan Reynolds in this though. Um, so I'll probably watch it. Yeah, maybe when it comes out on Disney Plus. Okay, it reminded me a little bit of um, Ready Player One as well. Actually, like kind of going into a. Uh, it does. Yeah, I don't really like but it. Was a lot better than I thought. Yeah. Um, oh, I found this for follows. Now, Zijan, you and I are old. And we don't understand the cool, the cool, the cool stuff that the kids are doing. Um, but there are a bunch of um, uh, video game reviewers in this on on the YouTube and on the on the TikTok. Yep. Uh, I'm assuming those are real people. Um, yeah. Who really do this because they cannot act. Yes, they are. They are real YouTubers. I I googled them as well because I didn't know them. I, th- I thought you were about to say that you you were devotee <laughs> of these channels. You were... mm, nope, I'm not subscribed to any of them. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I mean. I think it's only fair um, that a lot of, um, I mean, for the for the film to depict, um, you know, how much gaming influences have on uh, on the gaming industry, and it would be, you know, it would be a shame not to to explore this side of it because um, it is big, it is very big. Mm. You know, the popularity of YouTube and Twitch um, for gaming influences, and they contribute a lot to the popularity of the game. They get a lot of free advance um, playthroughs of games and they get to hype it up a lot and they really do play a big impact on the gaming industry right now. So it's only fair for them to be part of the film even though they can't act. But they're yes. not there to act, right? They're just there to be Let's do themselves. themselves. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, because the free guy becomes a, a worldwide sensation or guy does rather. Hmm. Uh, or blue shirt guy, I think they call him in the center. But we, I guess we don't really talk too much about the, the basic premise, which um, I think is quite a funny idea. Of uh, this guy is, is stuck inside a very violent game, but just has a normal life and, and just assumes that's how life is. Doesn't think mm-hmm. about too hard about it. It's like, yep, I mean, there's right, always a bank robbery at eleven o'clock. There's always a traffic pile up. There's always as you do right at the beginning of the film, you get him knocked over by a train and he just wakes up and mm. life goes on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so there you go. Uh, a rare moment of disagreement, CJ, between us. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I, I just felt like I don't know, like all all the video game films that I've seen so far, like Free Guy and Radio Player One. Like, it's one of those films that I thought I would like a lot more than, um, and then I just don't. I just feel oh, well. ambivalent about it. Uh, there you go. Uh, well, let's talk spoilers. I don't think there's too much to spoil. To be honest, spoilers, 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 spoilers. spoilers. Um, I mean, Channing Tatum's in this. Is that a spoiler? I guess I didn't know it's going in, so I guess that's kind Lots of, of cameos are in this, uh, which I didn't know uh, were in it uh, until I read the Wikipedia page. So Channing Tatum is in it, which was, was quite funny. Well, he gets to show off his dance moves, and everyone knows Channing Tatum can dance. He loves to dance. 
Yes, he was. He was an NPC, not an NPC. He was um, a skin, a player character. Game, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, he he was now, fun. I've not seen Channing Tatum for a while, so it was nice to see him again. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a post-human, uh, post-humans uh, appearance from Alex Trebek. Yes, of course. Of course. As a host of Jeopardy, because a free guy, well, guy, blue shirt guy, turned out to be an answer in Jeopardy. So it's good to see him back again. There were some voice cameos that I was surprised. Some very famous voice cameos. Yeah, which I did not notice that. any of them. <laughs> None at all. So Tina Fey, Hugh Jackman, Dwayne Johnson, and John Krasinski all made voice cameos in this uh, film, and I did not know. Yeah, I hope they didn't pay him too much for that. <laughs> Because yeah, I haven't got a clue. I'm assuming it's mostly they just happen to be nearby. It's like, hey, do you want to come over and do a voice? <laughs> uh, or if they've got kids who like computer games, maybe they, maybe maybe the, the Dwayne Johnson's daughter is a big fan. I don't know. Uh, she's probably a bit young. I don't know. Uh, there was a bit of uh, Disney cross promotion going on. So now that the, after Fox uh, got bought by Disney and this film was more or less done. But I guess they decided why not chuck in a uh, a lightsaber and Captain America's shield and a little cameo from Chris Evans. Um, oh, which was good fun. Which was a lot of fun. I, I think the right amount to do that. I think it would have, if they'd done it too much, it would have been. Um, I think uh, that was the only time. Uh, I think that was the time when I actually burst out laughing. Was the mm. Chris Evans uh, appearance? I thought that was hilarious. That was nice, and, and clearly it was a kind of Chris. Whilst you're here, do you want to do this for five minutes? <laughs> yeah, why not? Right, because uh, a very late edition. Uh, a very nice addition to the movie. Uh, let's talk romantic subplot. That's a kind of a spoiler, as you say. So we, mm-hmm. we, we, early on, we're introduced to um, Millie and Walter. Walter. Yeah. Are you sure? Walter met Keys, but you call him Keys in the film. Oh, Keys. So okay, Keys. yeah, I remember mm. that. Uh, and they are the, the creators of this um, game where the, the NPCs basically have AI, so they they become more and more lifelike. And we get this fairly. Um, uh, fairly obvious he's in love with her from this old clip <laughs> yes which th- somehow she hasn't noticed watching it back <laughs> nope where they're like so you two uh, friends and she's like yeah yeah just friends and he kind of, of course the classic uh, side eye um, uh, but I thought it was a very touching moment at the end because so, she's kind of fallen for blue shirt guy and at the end he's like yeah I'm just a I'm just a love letter Mm. So she runs through wherever they are, New York probably. Right up to the coffee shop. To find the uh, old Stranger Things guy. And yep. Although, yeah, as I said, it was a bit of forced on. Like, I did, I, I really like the whole romantic subplot in mm. the sense that, you know, that I, you know, it's, it's very sweet that he wrote this code in for for her. But, the, you know, obviously the tech on bit was, obviously she would feel the same feelings for him at the end, just because, you know. But fortunately, she, fortunately, she, yeah, I know, I'd right? Never, never I mean, like, because otherwise it's really creepy. <laughs> it is very creepy. It is very, very creepy. So, guys, please don't do this. Like, yeah, if, if you're programming um, a, a high-tech computer game, don't make the uh, the character fall in love with your coworker. Yeah, it's That's just top, yeah. Top tip for you. As much as I love it, I do sense the creepy undertones behind it. So it's just yeah. There was uh, this, it was weird that because we had this all laid out, and it was fairly obvious from the start. But when they had this like. Because the reason he basically becomes sentient is because he met the, the girl of his dreams. Yes. And then at some point we get Keys has just recorded a message explaining this. I don't know who he's recorded it for or why or how she came across it. Uh, it just felt like that someone thought maybe this isn't clear enough. We need to have a bit more explanation going on. Mm. Not either. Well, anyway, it, it, they kiss in the middle of the street and they'd probably get hit by a taxi because they're yeah, just, just standing right in the middle of the street. Yes, you do. Yeah, yes, they're do. probably not. Like, they're dead for the sequel. They're gone. <laughs> uh, well, what I also found very funny as well uh, when 
uh, was that they gave Keys access to his laptop for the entire time of the whole film. Mm. <laughs> um, for, um, you know, we talk about like uh, jumps of logic here and there. Remember, they're trying to uh, catch Keys mm. because he was hacking into the, oh, yes. the yeah, servers yeah. and he had his laptop the entire time. He was basically changing stuff onto it while talking to Taika Waititi's yes. character. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they just let allowed that. It's the most bizarre thing ever. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know whether... Gen- being generous on taking it to be a kind of a way of showing just how technically un- technologically unaware like <laughs> is but those characters because they're, they're trying to launch us a, a new one aren't they a new game yeah um which apparently is a terrible thing but i don't know quite quite why uh we haven't talked season about little ray little rel howry who played ah. buddy uh his mate at the bank uh who i thought was very funny oh. uh reminded me of kevin hart with some of his um exuberance he does, he does, actually. That, that's that's probably, a, yeah, a very good person. I've now got a list season of all the the, um, the the cameo appearances from gamers and streamers. It was Jack Septiguy, Ninja, Pokemon, Dan TDM, and Lazar Beam. <laughs> Did your eyes twitch when you are trying to pronounce yeah, all those I feel names. so old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, so John Krasinski was the silhouetted gamer. I remember the silhouetted gamer. That was John Krasinski. Huh. Good work. Yeah, there's, there isn't much else to talk about this film. I don't think. Like, no, I think I think we're done. Um, it's I say there's not a lot of uh, uh, surprises really. Oh, no. we, one thing we haven't talked about uh, actually is the um, uh, dude, the kind <laughs> of um, really massively muscled version of Ramel's character, hmm. who turns out to fight him. Which I thought was funny, but was ruined in the trailers. I don't know why they put that in the trailers. I, I remember him in the trailers. I can't remember. So. They, yeah, well, they did a whole kind of thing all around about him. Ryan Reynolds did this video about how he did this kind of fake video about how he put on loads of weight for or loads of muscle for this. Blah, blah. Mm. Uh, I did like the fact that he just said catchphrase. <laughs> catchphrase. Well, that's, that's usually how it goes, right? I mean, like, I think when you start programming before you put in all the nuances. You have mm. to have like a, you know, a, a basic uh, build of the model. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. there you go. Huh. So you go. Uh, I think you should go and see Free Guy. Uh, Zijan, you think you should yeah. wait to watch it later? Yeah, you can wait, wait to watch it later. Like, there's no rush. Yeah. Um, move on to our next step and look back in Oscar, where we talk about a film that has won the Best Picture Oscar, and this time it is the only Tom Cruise film to have done so. Rain mm. Man. Rain Man. 1988 film by Barry Levinson. Um, I think most people know what Rain Man is about. Even myself, like I've not watched Rain Man before this, and I even though I know what happens in this, well, to a certain extent, because I'm going to explain why afterwards. Okay. Um, it tells the story of a selfish uh, young. Is he a used car salesman? I think he's a used car salesman or uh, a car salesman. Yes, yeah, sells luxury cars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Char- Charlie Babbitt, played by your one and only favorite Tom Cruise, <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, who does who discovers that his uh, estranged father has died and bequeathed his wealth to his other son, Raymond Babbitt, played by Dustin Hoffman, who is an autistic savant, whose existence Charlie was unaware of till now. Um, The film received eight Oscar nominations, winning four, uh, for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor for Dustin Hoffman, and Best Screenplay. It was also the last drama, I was reading this off Wikipedia, as I do, to top the box office of the year and win Best Picture. Oh, really? So, yeah, oh, wow. good, some, okay. some quizzing knowledge for you. Yeah. It's, uh, 
1988 that was the last time wow so okay. there it goes it means like films that make good money does not equate good films not necessarily Oscars, at least not necessarily yeah yeah uh Yes, and I think this this played a, a huge part in um, the, the the widespread understanding of autism, um, mm. for for good or ill. I think it probably perpetuated a few stereotypes that have continued to this this day. This idea of this, um, uh, as you say, savant genius, yeah, who can uh, memorize vast numbers and quite quantitative numbers. He can count cards. I think the idea of counting cards is probably uh, not widely known uh, ahead of this. Well, apparently there's also... Uh, I mean, you watched the film 21, the yeah, Kevin Spacey film. I think that was a bit later. Um, uh, I think uh, there's also a suggestion that counting cards is illegal, which is not true. So uh, why is there something like that? I never know this. Like, I, I, I've heard that it was illegal at some parts and legal at some, but I've no idea where yeah. it actually stands. I think casinos will throw you out if they discover you've done it, but I don't think it's actually illegal. It feels okay. like it's just good. If you can do it, fair play to you, I see. Hmm. Anyway, exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I'd, I'd seen this before. This is the the second time I've seen it, but I hadn't seen it for a while. I'd forgotten how good Tom Cruise is in it. I, I, I Me too. Yeah. I was surprised by how good Tom Cruise is in it. Like, I mean, I get how well you know. I I, I get why Dustin Hoffman won the Oscar for Best Actor and all that. But I was surprised that Tom Cruise wasn't even nominated for for any of the Oscars because he was he was great. He was wonderful. Yeah, and it's really his story, isn't it? He's he's the mm. character who changes. He's the one who develops. Um, and you could make an argument that Dustin Hoffman is a supporting actor. I think probably that's a bit unfair given the amount of screen time, but it's, it's, it's Tom Cruise's story. And as you say, he's very selfish and, and he kidnaps effectively his, his brother just because he wants to get his share of the inheritance, uh, but learns along the way uh, to be a better man, which is a very archetypal um, arc, but uh, but was very well executed. Yeah, um, I, I was very pleasantly surprised by this film, Colin. Just so... Good. Uh, good. Yeah, because like... I. Going into this film, I thought this film was going to be like something like a rehash of Twenty One. Basically, oh, brother okay, and okay. Uh, my brother, and autistic brother, goes into card counting, gets into card counting. I was surprised to find out that it only happens like after one and a half hours in the, yeah, in the film. It's, that, it's the most famous scene, I think. Yeah, you're right. And uh, yeah, so I, I thought it was going to be part of the entire whole film, and then they're caught, etc. You know, and yeah, I was very, very surprised that it was not any of that and it was, it's just a road trip about one brother two brothers trying to understand each other and I like that film a lot more because of that um, hmm. yeah I was thinking we should do a road trips episode sometime we've not done that I like our hmm. road trip film and apparently um, this originally thought that it might be uh, Dustin Hoffman playing the Tom Cruise character and Bill Murray playing the uh, the Dustin Hoffman ah. character which I don't think would have worked at all really I don't think it's Bill Murray's kind of thing but, uh, so that was the plan at one point uh, but yes, it'd, it'd be lovely. To, I say I always say this, but it'd be great to see Tom Cruise going back to this kind of thing because he is me too really good at it. And, be, and I, I think he does some great action stuff. But I'd like to see him um, do a proper drama like this again. So. Yeah, yeah, he's great. At it. There you go. Check out Rain Man uh, next time. It's uh, Actor Factor, and I'm going to say we're going to do the films of Rose Byrne. Okay, Rose Byrne. Uh, we move on to the last segment, the quiz. Uh, we're quizzing on Tom Hooper as. Uh, season has put forward for us i believe i might be too ahead for the year at the moment um wow but, uh plenty of year left is that really uh well it's only it's only august as we record just about yeah um so plenty of time for you to pull it back Zijan. Uh, uh, why don't you kick us off with a tom hooper question uh question one in cats which actress played a role that was traditionally played by a male in the stage musical taylor swift 
Was Judy Dench? Was it really? I don't know. Um, <laughs> really no I've not I've not seen Cats the Musical, I've not seen Cats the Film. <laughs> I've not read the original poem or whatever it is. Um I also I did my research for this um just before the podcast. So I realised I was running out of time. Um uh, anyway, excuses, excuses. Question one for you. Um which of uh, Tom Hooper's films is based on a book by David Ebershoff? Uh what's the name of his first film really? I'm gonna go uh, is it Red Mist? Uh, no, it's the Danish girl. Oh, is it? Ah, nice. Uh, question two. What was the controversy surrounding Alicia Vikander's Best Supporting Oscar nomination for the Danish girl? Best, uh, was there controversy? <laughs> there is controversy, yeah. Um, so it, the classic controversy is that she had the most screen time, so she should have been uh, Best Actress. That's correct, yeah. Because... Uh, she appeared for pretty much 50% of the film time. Okay. Uh, she should qualify for Best Actress, but she didn't because uh, it was Brie Larson in Room as a competitor there. Uh, so sneaky, was a, sneaky, yeah, yes. Very well. Okay. Um, Red Dust was the film you're trying to think of, Zijan. Um, in, in which country was it mostly set? The South Africa. Correct. Uh, question three. What was the name of the revolutionist group that was plotting against the monarchy in Les Miserables? Ooh. That's a good question. I'm have to sing. I'm have to sing a, a mm-hmm. full song now. Um, La Révolution. Um, red, the blood of angry men. Um, <laughs> I love this film, but I, I, it's a good film. Yeah, uh, but I can't think what it is. Uh, La Tricolore. Well, there's Friends of the ABC. Oh, because that's the cafe, uh, isn't it? Yeah, and ABC in French is Abe or something like that which sounds like the, the downtrodden in French yeah mm. that's why isn't Victor Hugo clever mm-hmm. uh, question three for you who did Guy Pierce play in the King's Speech <laughs> you like my question four Colin okay. <laughs> King Edward the Eighth. correct question four Colin oh, yeah. who played King Edward the Eighth in the King's Speech I think that was uh, Australia's own Guy Pierce. that's correct uh, question four: Which two actresses were nominated for Worst Supporting Actress Razzies for Cats? Uh, that was uh, Francesca Hayward and Re- Rebel Wilson. No, Rebel Wilson and Judy Dench. Oh, really? Probably so. Uh, oh yeah, Francesca Hayward got Worst Support Worst Actress. Ah, okay. Uh, that's why I remember her name appearing somewhere, but not quite. Judy Dench. How? How rude of the Razzies to do that for Dame Judy. Well, I know, I know. Um, question five, Colin, your yeah. favourite football question. Oh, yes. In the Damned United, which I know you've watched as well. Good film. Which football stadium was used to depict Wembley Stadium, the baseball ground, Carroll Road and Bloomfield Road? Of which three of them I've learned for the first time this time around. <laughs> um, I know all those grounds. Um, so it's Wembley and I don't know, I don't know the to this. Um, it seems like the kind of thing they might have done in... Uh, the, the Nottingham Forest Stadium, the city ground. Nope, it's Saltergate, or Recreation Ground. Uh, the, is it Chelmsford? Chelmsford. Chelmsford, yeah. I have no idea how popular these things are, Colin. So, like, I was reading I was reading through the plot and I was like, I don't even understand what's going on in this film. <laughs> what is this, all this football stuff? I have no idea. Well, yeah. I mean, they play 
um, in maybe the sixth tier of English football. I don't know this, Colin. <laughs> How am I supposed to know I this? I once saw them play Worcester City, uh, but in Worcester. Well, fortunately, I've got a football question for you as well, which is basically just a, a football trivia question. <laughs> um, See, I knew this was going to come. Uh, but you've read the article, so you'll be fine. Um, in the film The Dungeon United, who did Don Revy replace as England manager? What? <laughs> I just wanted to put a football question in the I'm so glad I asked the football stadium <laughs> question now. Like, I deserved, the, I deserved the win for this. It's too old. If you get this right, you win this one. This is so harsh, Colin. This is so, so all harsh. Do I don't is, even know every football manager. All you got to do is name a famous England football manager. It's easy. This is horrible. Why can't you ask me a question <laughs> about Lemmy's Rap? I know that a lot more about Lemmy's Rap than I do about I'm pretty football. sure we already did a Lemmy's quiz. Uh, I'm going to go... Yeah, I, I can't guess. I'm not going to guess. No, he no, he won the World Cup. Didn't you have to do this in your life in the UK test or something? Nice. Thank God, no. no. Uh, Sir Alf Ramsey, uh, the man who won the 1966 World Cup for England. Uh, it's a draw, ZJ, it's a draw. Um, I, I call it unfair. You call it unfair? Well, I don't care. Um, next time we are quizzing on Captain America. Ah, nice. Because why not? Um, mm. What is our main topic for next time, Zijan? Shang-Chi. Now, I've discovered this week that it should be pronounced Shang-Chi. Is that right? Uh, yeah, you don't usually call Shang. 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 Shang, okay. Mm. Well, I'll work on that for the next couple of weeks. And, uh, <laughs> we Good will luck with uh, that. see you then. Bye.